Hey everyone, what's up? You know who it is. It's your boy Stevie G coming at you with a new episode of the Seamless Garage podcast. And in this episode, DJ and I uh, chop it up talking about uh, just just uh, current events that are going on with uh, the automobile industry. And we really uh, kind of discuss why Honda Civics, why Eclipses, and why, you know, certain cars get a bad rap for, um, you know, being riced out or what have you. And so we go through that, discuss that, and then we get on the topic of the Broncos. So um, the brand new Bronco that came out. So I hope you are as excited to listen to it as we were to make it. And, uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get into it. Got them boys, man. Yeah, I'm good. I'm glad we're back to playing, man. That's fun. I done sweat about three pounds off today. Gonna have to get some gear and play, man. Do a little hooping. I love it, man. I missed it. I don't know, bro. I'm kind of leaning towards getting me a four wheeler. Are you? Yeah. I got a couple. Where you want to go? Back roads. Oh, okay. I'm trying to mob. Well, I mean, we can go anywhere. We can go to the four-wheeler park. Yeah, you can trail ride, whatever. I don't want to go mud, and I want to change driven. Yeah, I got you. I want to go yeah. fast. I want like a 400 Honda. Yeah. I would like a Banshee, but I don't want two-stroke. I don't want to have yeah, to. Yeah. I don't a, want to have to keep working on it. That's a lot of work, man. I think I'd probably get, what is it? that? The Raptors? Well, nice. it's not the Raptor, but it was the one that came after uh, one of our friends had one, if you'll remember. It was a YZF450, something like that. Maybe. White, red. They're fast. Them Honda 400EXs, I like them. Yeah, no, they are quick. Them are my favorites. The 400EXs are quick, man. I'm just going to try and find a deal on one. They're expensive. I rode four-wheelers for a long time, man. When I was a kid, every weekend. I remember I used to go with you. Yeah. Crazy. Out to the four-wheeler park. Yeah, that's something else, man. That's a trip. We got I stuck think. in a big hole one time, remember? Did we? When we got buried and they had to winch us out. Oh, man. That's always embarrassing. They were mad at us, boy. We buried that thing. I know. Anybody else would have been happy. They, oh, they were mad. They were like, why did you go in that they hole? They told us don't go on that side. We got buried. You know me. I like to try to do it anyway. Yeah. They didn't like that. Yeah, but I think I could have some fun on some back roads. I think we could, man. Even out there on y'all's land, we could ride some. Yeah, we could. A little bit. Yeah, we could ride a little bit out there. Make a couple jumps. The four-wheeler parks are just dangerous nowadays. That dude got the lat. I mean, like a six or eight months ago, someone got shot and killed out there. Oh, wow. Yeah, you got so many drunks, man. If you cut someone off or something yeah. by accident, you don't ever know what'll happen. They take that seriously, like you did it on purpose or something. Yeah. If it's not that, though, people are getting hurt. You know what I yeah. mean? I mean, it's always been that way. They're always people land the helicopters out there to yeah. pick someone up. Yeah. Them bikes are heavy, man. Yeah. And you flip them. Yeah. They land on you. I mean, you ain't going to win that fight. Yeah, I've seen a guy flip one straight over, back over in, or back over the front. Yeah. Coming down a big hill, he hit the front brakes, and it just locked them up. Yeah, he messed up. Rolled straight over gas pouring yeah man out. you gotta know the basics man when you're going down you need to lean back when you're going uphill you need to lean forward yeah don't grab the brakes that are closer to the bottom of the hill you know you gotta lean you gotta work that thing man you gotta be standing yeah. up and working it luckily i've never flipped one not doing that i flipped one doing donuts yeah <laughs> the only thing i've done was hit a tree one time that was back here behind the house oh yeah them ramps. When you're, yeah, when you're going down those trails. That one ramp, after you hit it, you got to turn right away or you'll hit that tree and we hit that tree. Oh, man. I remember riding on Wes' little uh, 50 Suzuki bike. Yeah, down we thought that thing was fast when we were kids. We did. I got in trouble riding that bike one time. We'd be taking turns. I'd hop on it and be gone for an hour. Yeah. 
Well, we'll get mad about Come that. Y'all be mad at me. I done ran all the Where'd gas. Where'd he go? Yep. Waiting. We was all waiting to ride. But. Yeah, we had some fun. I'm ready to do it again. For sure. Well, let's get into it. It was your idea. What is it? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? It's a great idea, too. Why people hate certain brands of cars. Why they because ha- of the reputation that they yeah. that they have. Right. Like if you think like if someone brings up a name of a certain car, you automatically have some kind of emotion. Either yeah. you love it or you hate it, you know, type of deal. If you're a car enthusiast, some people couldn't care one way or the other. Yeah. But if you're a car enthusiast, I think certain cars just put a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. Because people overdid them, right? Yeah. Like, uh, especially certain brands. Like, yeah. There's certain brands that are just known for people rising them out. Yeah. Like, Honda gets a bad rap for that. Real bad. They, and they still haven't outgrown it because people still hate like they're the same cars that they used to be when they're not. Yeah, for sure. It's it's weird, man. They're, they hate on them, yeah. Especially American people, people that like American muscle. Yeah, they, they, that's the first thing they bring up is a Honda. Because all the the first thing that comes to their mind is a stock Honda with a loud muffler. Yeah, with a big, trying to outrun everybody at red lights. Yeah, revving up at them. Yeah, there was nothing worse than that, right? Because think about it, that that even made it worse back in the day because those little D series only had eighty to ninety horsepower. Yeah. And they're revving up with manual. They got their manuals and they're revving up at lights, yeah. getting laughed at because they're getting smoked. They were designed for fuel efficiency. Yeah, they weren't even meant for that. None of them were meant to be they're, like they are. That wasn't now. their sports car, bro. Their sports yeah. car was the NSX. Yeah. And the Prelude. And the Prelude, yeah. And the Integra, which yeah. that's accurate. Yeah, but. with the Type R, yeah. So. That's and then they had the SI in two thousand. Right. They had the SIs in the. Um, in the CRX. And yeah. But yeah. that's still a D-series, I mean. Right. But, you know, the body style, the main thing was built around, you know, economy, like you were yeah. saying. The whole reason why they're most of... They, don't, they didn't look real sporty either. Right. That's why there was a lot of them that were standard, too, because they came standard manual. Yeah. It was cheaper, you know. Cheaper cars. Cheaper... What was crazy is that they were right on the money because it was a cheap car... And it got great, like it was cheap all the way around. Cheap car, had great fuel mileage, and they've lasted this long. People yeah. are still driving still right driving. now. Mine's a 2000, and I'm driving it. Yeah. Which that 95 that we got, the white one, it's still under 200,000 miles. There's 2019 cars yeah. that have more than miles than that. Yeah, no, for sure. So I'm going to go on a little tangent here. Let's compare the late 80s and early 90s Civics and like cheap economy Hondas and Toyotas, let's go Japanese. Toyotas Hondas and Toyotas. Like the Camry, Corolla, Civic, Accord. And compare them to Chevy and Ford's economy cars of that era. You don't see There's any no of those. Comparison. You don't see no escorts on the road. You don't see but any of those old. Them Toyota Camrys are still rolling. Yeah. You don't see rolling any, that's after 300,000 miles. That's what I'm saying. The Toyotas are still around. And still blowing cold air, too. You don't see any Ford probes running around. You don't see. No, but. Them were fast, the turbo ones. Right, they were a little quick, but but my dad had one. He was always working on it though. Yeah, not saying every one of them was that way, but yeah, you never know when you're gonna get a lemon. But but it seems like the lemons on Honda and Toyota are few and far between. Yeah, you don't really when you think of Honda, you don't think of oh that's a terrible car. Yeah, but like the I only said, ones I see on the marketplace because I'm always on there. That are messed up is the automatic. I don't know what it was about the automatic transmissions. Right. But they're always messed up, it seems like. Yeah. Well, it's because they don't age as well. You got to think about how old the car is, okay? They're, you know, getting up there in the 20s and almost 30s. Yeah. And manuals don't really wear, per se. I mean, they do, but they don't wear like that. It's not a friction that's holding the gear together, it's gear on gear mesh that keeps it going. And they don't have a whole lot of horsepower, so yeah. it's not going to mess up that trans. But in the automatics, automatics are made to slip. Like they do slip. Those clutch yeah. packs, those clutch packs slip over time. So eventually they're just going to wear out. Yeah. And that's what that's what's going down. 
So, um, that's why, to me, I think manuals are desirable because they don't wear as easy. Yeah. Um, but that's why you see so many of them still around. But, yeah, so the Civics get a bad rap because why? Honda, Honda in general, they get a bad rap because why? You got guys with big spoilers. I think because they're so cheap because anybody can you get their hands have on one. so many people doing that if they weren't so cheap to buy. Right. So the cost is what started the whole thing. Because people look, I mean, it's a high school kid's car. It's cheap. Yeah. Parts are cheap. You don't never have to work on them. Why wouldn't you get your kid in high school that car? Yeah, 100%. And then they put fart cans on them. And they do what they want to do to them. Yeah. What was crazy is that car was like, especially the Honda Civic. I feel like the Honda Civic was that car that you could find any part you wanted for it. You know and they're I mean? all interchangeable. Yeah. Every Honda part, pretty much for the most part, you can take off a one-year model and put it right on the other. They're all the same. Right, much. real close, yeah. Um, but it was the body kits, the shoddy paint jobs. We did think that was cool, though. Yeah, the Fast body and kits. the Furious ruined us on body kits. Yep. We just thought they were so cool. We thought that was it, man. But, I mean, it, that was a different time, though. It was. That's what, that's what bothered me, though. Now when I look back on it, though, I think they look terrible because when you put those body kits on it, all of a sudden you've got all that wheel gap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like... Unless you put spacers, and then you got to deal with them. Yeah, you got to sit the car down. You know what I mean? Like I think to us nowadays, with the clean stuff, like what we see as clean is maybe put a little front lip on there, but the yeah. original bumpers. Yeah. And we're you know trying to I'm I'm having a hard time finding a good original bumper for we my want talent. Original parts. Yeah. And and dropping it, you know, getting it low and aggressive, not crazy low, but low. I think the lip has replaced the body kit altogether. Yeah, nowadays. 100%, man, because you want the front low. Like, it's always been that way, And though. you know they got the back lip, too, that goes on the back. And yeah. I th to me, just me personally, I think that's too much. Yeah, the diffuser? I think you just leave it alone at the at the front lip. Yeah. That's just me, though. Some of them look good. I think it depends on the car. Yeah, the and whatever car. you prefer. Yeah, what you prefer. There may be some people that prefer a wide body kit yeah. full all the way around. But, but I just think... In general, as a whole, the whole car community has just went away from that. Yeah. Yeah, I can't lie to you, man. Like, uh, the Eclipse and Talons, like, they get a bad rap, too, because of Fast and the Furious, the first one, that green one. Everybody's try Everybody was trying to do that, and they yeah. still do, man. They still, there's replicas. Like, on Instagram and stuff, people are still, still have that style. And yeah. don't realize that that's not what's up. You I've know seen I mean? them on Marketplace look just like that car. Yeah, like with the, the chrome lights. And another and... thing about them is they're cheap, too. Yeah. They're cheap sure. just like the Hondas. They were another high school car, pretty much. Yeah, well, the natural aspirated were cheap, yeah. Yeah. If you went with turbo or all-wheel drive, you were going to pay a little bit more. And they still have held their value. That's what's weird. Yeah. But, yeah, the regular Eclipse was a dime a dozen. Yeah, they were everywhere back in the day. You don't hardly see many of them anymore. Not the 1Gs and 2Gs, no. Yeah. They've kind of died out. But when they when they were when they first come out, they were everywhere. Yeah, it's going to be crazy cuz I I'm anxious to see when we go to these meets with mine uh if we start seeing some after that. You know what I mean? People yeah. go, "Hey, that looks good. I yeah. want to do that." Or they may go, "Man, that car is terrible. Never doing that." No, so, it looks good. So we'll see. Some people don't even know what it is. when they, They'll ask me when they see it on Instagram, what kind of car is that? They don't even know what it is. So yeah. At these meets. You don't see many of them on the streets out here. I mean, when I went to uh, that last Cars and Coffee before COVID hit, there were only two uh, Mitsubishis in the whole thing. and There were two Evos. That yeah. was all I seen. Wow. Two Evos out of that whole. Dude, there was a ton of Mustangs. A ton of Camaros, as you would expect. Yeah. And a few Chargers. I, I expected to see more Chargers, but didn't see as many. And then, um, you know, plenty of Zs and stuff. There's a lot of Mustangs in this but, area. Man, Mustangs are crazy. They're, they're everywhere. They're almost as bad as Jeeps around here, man. Yeah. Maybe I worse. don't know if it's just a Texas thing or if they're like that everywhere, but everywhere. Yeah, Mustangs are everywhere. Mustangs and Camaros. Um, yeah, they made a lot of them Camaros. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
they were like jeeps when they came out they were everywhere yeah dude everybody was getting them because it was it was back it was a new hotness but everybody everybody has their own taste but my question is like where do you draw the line on whether it's riced out or not like i think the honda community at least is divided you got people that don't care about quality and looks and then you got people that that's all they care about is i want this to be top of the line right and there will be no cheap parts right or no ricer mods on my car yeah i think there's a line drawn and they're just completely divided not the same i don't even feel like someone like that could relate to someone that's building a car like we're building yeah because how how do you you don't even know any of the parts i'm using yeah like you don't, yeah like they wouldn't even realize like it wouldn't be that significant to them yeah like even uh you know we've had a few people in the shop that didn't know much about cars and we were naming off stuff and they didn't even act you know very surprised yeah but i you remember what i told you i was like i was like don't even worry about that bro i said because when we get to these meets yeah. people are going to really be respecting what he's got passport mounts like a hush billet slave cylinder or a master cylinder like what's going on you know so like it's going to be different man it's going to be different you can't it's hard right it's not yeah how do I explain man it's not like it's not like something you, you see every day that, that people are going to recognize you know what I mean like yeah you got to know somebody walked up with a nice pair like listen, we've been playing basketball so just somebody walked up with a nice pair of Jordans Everybody knows what Jordans are, right? They're going to be like, oh, man, those are some nice shoes. Even if you don't like Jordans, you'll be like, hey, those are some nice shoes. But with us, like, with, with cars, like, it's such a niche thing that it'd be easy for people to not even realize what's going on. Like, yeah. not even realize what, what's in that engine bay. You know yeah. what I mean? You know. They think it's just, some people might even think it's factory. Exactly. Yeah. Which, which just is kind with of, a nice paint job. Yeah, exactly. And with, you know, a car meet, you may have one guy walk by and just, think nothing of it and then the next guy walks by and is like man yeah this is the build right here you know it's just part of it so yeah it's just part of it and um i think that that right there's the line Deej. i think i'm on it man that's the line is is people get into cars but they don't get too deep into the scene and so they don't realize yeah so they get just the first thing they find you know what i mean yeah I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to put it, man. Because we're too particular, meticulous. Like we want our stuff. Yeah. We're, we're researching until we find out what we think the is the best, best part. Yeah. yeah, what we think, you know. Yeah. Um, and I like to go by what's been tried by other people. Yeah. I want to see y'all tear it up. I mean, how many times? Try to tear it. Yeah. Up. And if it lasts from all that abuse, that's a part of it. That's a good thing, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That means, okay, all right, well, it's been put to the test. And not just by one person. And YouTube's a great source for looking at parts because you get to see it tried. Exactly. So, I mean, if you, there's a huge Honda scene on YouTube. Yeah. For Hondas. 100%. Get on there and do your research. Find out what part. That's what I've done. And found out all the best parts that you can possibly have for your swap. And just take your time and build up and get your the right stuff. Name any other car, and there's a forum out there for it. And there's a YouTube video. Yeah. Um, yeah, what was I going to say? So, like, I mean, think about it, though. We, we're, our research is forever evolving. Um, how many times have I changed my mind on things? I changed my mind on the color already. Yeah. Twice. I, I, like, the more that I looked at the car when I seen it, I kept getting used to the white. I'm like, I like the white. I like the white. So... Now I'm decided I want to keep it white because I'm so I don't want to paint it blue and then not like it because I know yeah. that I like it white now. I know I like it white. So, so that like that and um, yeah, paint you can't really us decide. Remember that I, I decided I was going to just build an engine completely like the you know a real powerful and well built engine and not I was even wait drive for that. in the meantime. Yeah. And then we stumbled across that deal, and I changed my mind. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to put a little bit of money to get it running now. Yeah. Because I kind of want to get some respect for how it used to run. I want to, like, know yeah. and feel how it used to run. That way I have some real respect for that build. Um, but we just changed our mind. I think you've changed your mind a few times on uh, some of the things on the car, on your car. Yeah. So, 
um, you just gotta research, man. Um, that's what we're here for, I feel like, man, is we need to reach out I had, and try to change that. I had decisions I had to make between different companies that make, both of them are really quality parts. Mm-hmm. And I just had to choose which one I wanted. Yeah. And I feel like I'm, I, I like the company I went with with hybrid. Because they're a smaller outfit than K2. Right. I always like the underdog. Me personally, I feel like they're the yeah. underdog to K2 because K2 gets all the support and all that. But hybrid makes just as good of parts. Not only that, but you maybe feel like you got it found a diamond in the rough, you know? Maybe they've got really good quality parts, and like you said, they're not as well known. Yeah. And you, and you just kind of, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes that's a cool thing. And the way them guys are. I mean, <laughs> took me in the shop, bro. Like That's what I'm saying. They're, they're not big as far as the local. Yeah. Their shop being big, they don't have, like, storefront where you can go do walk-ins. Right. But their online their scene, warehouse, yeah. and they show up to all the meets and stuff, but their online scene is... It's growing pretty good, so I mean, it was cool that they took me and showed me where they assemble all yeah. that stuff. And there's been a lot of big YouTubers in there that done their cars, like really, Zosh and that dude in blue. They yeah, put his swap in, in in the same shop that I'm in that wow. they showed me. So wow, it was cool to get to look at all that. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. That's that's really cool, man. Yeah, that gets you a connection to the brand. That's what we're trying to do too, right? Get a connection. Yeah. Um, so you'll think about them guys again when you go to buy parts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you got two, and they make something, and somebody else makes the same thing. You're like, well, but I know these guys. I've talked yeah. to them. I'm going with this. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're down-to-earth people. They'll explain anything to they you. They respond to you, whatever, yeah. you know. Um, I'm going down to Tijuana in August, right? Yeah. I, I told you that Carbonetics is down there, right? Yeah, yeah, you told me that. I hit them up. They hit me back up. They said, come on down. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to go. Hopefully, I get the video. I'm going to go in there. Yeah, that'd be cool. He said he's going to show me the car scene around there. Man. Nice, bro. I'm going to get some footage. You know, there's some nice rides out there. I'm going to get some recordings and some footage, man. I I wish I could have recorded more. But. Yeah. They got patents on all that stuff. I understand. You can't. Yeah. You can't just record everything. Yeah, we get it. I mean. Especially when you're, you're, he's, they're in the game. You know what I mean? They're trying to make the best product they can. Yeah, it's competition. They don't want anybody, you know, getting a shot in on them. But man, he gave us free shirts. And yeah. Stickers and all kind of stuff. Yeah. Which and I, he, I feel like the bigger companies just wouldn't do stuff like that to strangers right off the street. Right. Just bring you in and show you right. everything behind the scenes. Yeah. That's why I come, kind of almost like think that. I like smaller companies better because... As long as it's quality. Yeah. Which hybrid's been proven. Yes, 100%, man. Some of the top dogs use their stuff, man. So... But yeah, man. The the old Hondas do have a bad name with a lot of people because of that. The Rossermonts. But we're trying to change people's minds about them. Or at least that's what I want to do. I want... Get That's in and, and just ride with me. Ride with me. Respect the, you know, you know, give it a chance. Check it out. Once they feel the power of the K, it's gonna change people's minds. Yeah. Even people in my family, bro. That yeah, it's gonna be crazy. They're just all oh, that little rice burner. But just ride with Step me. Step in real quick. And let's see. I don't realize how light that car is, man. Yep. Because they're so used to the little ninety horsepower. Yes. Trying to outrun them. Which they haven't ever rode in a K series car, man. Especially one in a EF. <laughs> I can't wait. Can't wait. I I don't know what I I don't know what I'm more excited for to drive it or to be at meets and people and watch people's eyes whenever you pop the hood and it's not what they expect. Yeah. I don't know what I'm more excited about. That's gonna be the whole deal. They're expecting B20. You know what? What else I haven't talked about is like how crazy it is, like how quick we got that K series in. Really, we're waiting on everything. You know, we're waiting on to put everything else in. Like that engine swap was quick. Yeah. You got the right stuff. As far as getting the engine set in there with the mounts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it's gonna take you. Oh, some if money. we weren't doing paint, we'd be driving it right. Yeah, now. it would be running. If, if we weren't doing paint and we if didn't we go weren't on, going for any looks, any style yeah. points. 
We'd be out there driving right now. We'd be driving, you know. If we, you know, and also if we didn't go, you know, go on vacations and stuff. But like, we're not rushing it. Yeah, it don't wanna, have to be. Rushed. We want to do it right. When it gets done, it's gonna be done. And if we wasn't doing the wire tuck or anything, we could be driving it already right yeah. now. If we wanted everything, if we didn't care nothing about looks, yeah, it would have done been road ready. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. We could have left the old carpet. And there's people out there that do that. I feel like that's the ones that mess up the the name, the ones that halfway do everything. Yeah, I think so. Uh, with the primer on the door and stuff. But that's okay. Like, that, as long as you're working on it, you know what I mean? I and feel like people get that point and then they stop. Stop, yep. That's why I kept telling you, man. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't want it to leave mine to leave the shop until it's painted. I feel like, yeah, because I don't want to be deemed as that. Yeah. Not that I care what anybody thinks, but we're trying to make a name. Well, here. all we got to do is show them the shop pictures of the shop with the other engine being built. Yes. And that'll cancel that out real yeah, quick. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But I think this one that we're building right now is not going to be any slouch, though. No, I don't think it will be. I think it's gonna pull. So I'll, you got the pistons on the way. They're on the way. We got the rods. Got the rods already. The crank's already in and torqued now. Yeah, you're gonna learn how to do, uh, how to press in and out uh, uh, wrist pins and stuff to put the new pistons in. I'll show yeah. you that. Um, we gotta do the delete for the for the balance shaft, them parts are on the You're way. You're right, I forgot you were doing that. Yeah, that's real simple. I'll explain it just real quick. Like, the bear, you, you know how we pulled them out? They all came out with that front cap cover? Yeah. There's bearings in there that those ride on. You yeah, just right. take those bearings, because they got a hole in them for oil, you flip them around backwards, that way it blocks the oil off. Because if you didn't have anything in there, you're gonna lose oil pressure. It's just yeah. gonna squirt out in the block. Yeah. So you block that off to keep the oil pressure up, and you do that for all the bearings for both shafts. Um, you got to put a stubby in there, uh, like it come, the Mitsubishi actually builds this, make, makes the parts for this. Oh yeah. So it's gonna be all OEM, yeah. Um, and the kit's inexpensive, man. So. Yeah. Um, so it goes inside the bearing, and plugs. Yeah, well, it's gonna go in the front because, uh, what, one of the balance shafts is ran off of the oil pump. Yeah. Board. So, so you've got to put that stubby in there to keep it going. So, I'll explain it all when we get on the, uh, we'll, yeah. do, we'll do a video on it, but, because, um, you know, it's going to be my first time doing it, so I can't really, we're going to have to fill it out, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've seen, I've read about it and, and seen a few videos, but we're going to have to fill it out. Um, but, man, that's going to be sweet. I'm going to throw a new oil pump on it, too. Yeah. Might as well, cheap insurance. Yeah, that's a pretty important yeah. piece. And, I mean, they're not even that expensive, so. Just gonna throw that on there, but the main reason, like I was, that's another one I was making decisions on that I kept swapping around. But I decided that article I read made a good point. But so many that that article was kind of old, like 2013. Yeah. So many people since then ha have been doing it for years. It's been it's been a thing that everybody does for years, and nobody's had any of those problems. So it's like, well, that could happen. But nobody's had those problems, so I would rather risk having vibration in the engine than risk that little belt that runs them coming off and getting on my timing belt and yeah, me being invalid. That. That's a regular belt. That's not like a chain or anything. No, yeah. It comes off. That was weird. I couldn't understand why they would do that. And so if it comes off and it's my timing belt, those are bent valves. Those expensive yeah. valves, gone. Bent. Uh, useless. I, so, I didn't like that idea when I seen that on there, that little belt. Yeah. I didn't like that. And then also I've heard of them failing and uh, causing uh, bearing damage. So uh, the, the actual balance shafts. Yeah. Losing oil pressure. I just don't see the point in having them extra moving parts inside of there. That's That's the whole thing. Yeah. That's the whole thing. And the other thing is those balance shafts are made to counteract OEM stuff, OEM pistons and rods and everything. If you're not running stock, it's not gonna counteract any of that stuff. Yeah. There's really no reason, really no reason to have them, man. 
Yeah. Um, if people get in the car with me and complain about vibration, then they're in the car for the wrong it's reason. It's a race car. Yeah, get out of the car. So, but yeah, it's one of those things, man. Just can't wait to get it built and get it running. And we're not ricing them out. Not ricing them. I want to do that little thing I was telling you about, that little cheap uh, lip. Try it out, but I'm really going to buy that Carbonetics lip. I'm going to put a splitter on the front of mine. Yeah? Yeah. I have to see what you're talking about. I like the way they look. They're made for time attacks, which in the future, I may go time attack on my car. Maybe. They're perfect setup for it. Man. We'll just have to upgrade the suspension and set it up, tune it in for cutting corners. Exactly. Set it up right with the spring rates. Because I'd rather proper. do that than drag race, man. You're talking about a lot of money when you're drag. I don't want to be working on my car yeah. constantly. You're breaking stuff. Axles and transmissions. And yeah. Seems like the drag cars are always getting worked on. Because when yeah. you're trying to go down in a straight line as fast as you can. From a dead stop. stop. Yeah. Something's going to break. All that torque. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't want to go. I don't want to go full drag on it. You see they're doing rolling races at the drag strip now. Yeah. Where they'll roll through the runway. That's a lot safer than doing the dead stop if you're trying to not hurt your car. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, that would be cool just to go out there and see what it'll do, stop. Yeah, exactly. I think we should, just, just to see. Um, it's even worse for all-wheel drive cars, you know, because you got four yeah, wheels gripping. Yeah, all that tension. You gotta upgrade your axles. Yeah. Transmissions. Depending on how much power you're putting now. Right. I can't wait for that, man. We're both cruising. Yeah, man. I'm definitely not gonna be a drag racer. Yeah. I want just a good street car. That'll be fast on the streets. Yeah. That that's what I'm wanting, a street car. Yeah. Street car. Have that's, some fun. That's the goal, a good-looking street car. I don't want full show car because then I, I'd be too scared to drive it. I mean, I want it to be able to go to some car meets and look good. Yeah, that's what I never got, man. So let's talk about that, too, is in the in the Civic. Like, it's in other scenes, too, but in the Civic scene, they got cars that are they're cambered out, and the the tires are real low. Now, they look really good, but the, tire, the tires are real low on the rim, and the rims are sticking out. Yeah. And uh, it's real low to the ground, and they're going real slow over stuff. And you pop the hood, and they got a K series or something in it. Yeah. And it's like, why, man? Like, I get. I mean, I guess you got a sweet engine in there, but bro, you're not even driving. You're not gonna it. be able to use it. You're not cruising. I mean, you're not even cruising yeah. like that. You can't. You can't even hit a pothole. Risk a lot a pothole. of them are just designed for car shows. They just. Yeah. Literally, don't drive them at all except for on and off the trailer. And bragging rights, right? Like, okay, yeah, yeah I've got the K24 in here. But I don't want to be that guy. That's cool to look at if you go to... We're trying to drive to the meet, man. But yeah, I like stuff that's being used. I want to use my car. I think we should, uh, to show, like, how good our workmanship is, man, I think we should drive to some of these shows. I think we should drive, like, I know we ain't got AC, but yeah, you ain't lying. We'll have to go in the fall or something. Yeah, in the fall. Like, let's drive to these Houston shows and these, you know, where. Might not be very comfortable. Chevrolet sure sounds a lot more comfortable. I know, man. I Cold know. air blowing with pulling the trailer. But it'll be cr cool cruise down to 59. You know the Honda engine will run. It'll make it. Think about it, man. I'll be getting 30 miles to the gallon on the way down. Yeah. I won't, I won't be getting that. Be much. getting a lot of road noise too, without no interior. That's okay. We'll be cruising on two fifty nine, man. <laughs> yeah, it'll be cool. Cause uh, that trip's fun down there. It's not. I mean, you're going through a bunch of cities and stuff. Yeah, it's little not, small towns. It's not just. Once you get home. past um, Lufkin, it's you got a few small towns you got to go through, and then yeah, Die Ball and yeah, all of that. Where you go from seventy to thirty five. Yeah. Right almost, away with no warning. I almost rear-ended a lady in Dabble one time because of that. I just went through there in a big truck, man. That that little town right past Dabble is terrible with cops. They're everywhere. Yeah. Speed trap. Yeah, that's all they have. That's to another do. thing we got to watch out for is cops. Man. <laughs> Can't be getting no speeding tickets. 
I don't know what we're going to do about that. We'll have to go to Mexico. Yeah, we can go to Mexico. It's just right down the road from your house. <laughs> right down the road from my house. Well, that's a little curvy out there. What are you talking about? On 850. Oh, yeah. It's a little curvy. It is. That's you fun. Straight away. That's fun, though. Curvy's yeah, fun. But you know me and you are going to drag race on the street. We're going to drag race right in front of right, right in front of Seamus Garage. You know the Civic's got a gap. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll probably get me. You got all-wheel drive with boost. But I'm heavy. I'm front-wheel drive with all motor. I'm heavy, man. I still feel like we'll see. But I still feel the like. The only thing that will get it for me is the weight. I think you're going to get That'll me off. That'll be the only difference. If anything, you're definitely going to get me off the line, I feel like. Don't you think? I don't know. I've never rode in a turbo. You're going to have more RPM, and you're lighter. Front-wheel drive traction, so I got you on traction probably. Yeah, because you got all-wheel drive. I de Well, not probably. I definitely have you on traction. Yeah, you got me for sure on that. Um, we'll see. The only thing I'm winning at is the weight. I can't wait to get the tuning, too. Yeah. Figuring that out. That's what I was saying on the previous pod episode is is uh, the other reason why we're building this this budget build is so that I have something to tune with. Are you going to start out with a base map that's already done? And uh, I'm going to start out with the stock base map. Because yeah. here's the thing with, with Boost is the engine, so we're building a stock engine basically, right? Yeah. It's got the stock pistons, everything, stock cam, so... I can run the stock tune and then build off of that on boost Fine because too. the engine runs how it runs with any turbo on it when you're off boost. It's the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. The turbo doesn't do anything. So so at idle, I can, you know what I mean? Get it running. So you can way. get it fired up and idle and then just fine tune. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same with your car. Like, we just have to get it running with a base tune. Yeah, there's like 20 base maps to choose from that's already on there that we can upload basically it'll be a plug and play we'll just go okay you got you know you got this engine you've got this compression you know what I'm saying and set yeah. it up off of that base map I'm sure they'll give you some options and then go from there you just gotta tweak it yeah um, I'm thinking about taking it to a dyno mhm mm have somebody that's real good at Honda's. That's what I would do. Well, what I would do first is get your street tune. Yeah. And then get it to them. Yep. Get it to them right away. Yeah, just throw the base map on there so we can fire it Here up. Here, run it, make around. sure it's healthy. Listen to it, make sure it's not running bad. The we'll last thing you want to do is uh, take your engine, take your car and engine over to a dyno and it's not ready. Yeah, it's not ready. Most good places that, that tune vehicles for you, they're going to do all that anyway. Like you're gonna spend probably an hour or so them looking everything over, making sure yeah, making sure everything's sound before. And some of them will give you a little checklist too. To yeah, go ahead and have this done before you get here. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Another thing that we haven't thought about that I think you should get is an AFR. I think you should get an air fuel yeah. ratio gauge. Um, that yeah, way we well, can keep an eye on that. Make sure you're not running. It's probably not as important to you as it is to me because I could lean out real easily. But you need one to know where you're at. Yeah. Yeah, it won't be as bad on me without having any boots coming through there. Yeah. Maybe in the future, man. I can't make my mind up on that. If I want to just stay all motor. I lean more toward the all motor. I'm not going to have the most power yeah. in the world, but I just like it. Yeah, I hear you. I think all motor is awesome, especially on Hondas, man, because you can run that RPM anyway. If yeah. I can get 300 horse out of it, all motor with a K20 head on, I'd be happy. No, that's totally doable. Yeah. And the thing about it is, right now you have everything you need. That you you've done the expensive part of the swap. So, if you decide to build another engine, you can just swap it right in. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Right in its place. Everything just plug and play. We're already there. You know what I mean? We're yeah. already there. We've got everything already. You literally just change the block out. Yeah. That's it. Block and head. We'll just drop it and put the new one in. But um, I want to go with a K24 block with a K20 head. 
the K K twenty head give you higher compression? Yeah, or is it, it just flows, better? It flows way better. Does it? And um, that's interesting. High compression pistons. And that, um, yeah. Then the Type S oil pump on it to give me more oil pressure. So I want a K twenty four block. When I do my engine build, once I'm finished swapping everything and get it ready. I want a K24 block with a Type S oil pump and the Type S head, the K20 head. Right. And then the drag cartel cams and and valves and pistons, and then the head will be built for sure. Yeah. But I don't think I want to have it ported. Yeah, I think it's good enough. They're making over a thousand with stock ports. That's what I'm saying, man. I, I, every every new uh, bit of research and evidence I find. They're showing that um, with the D, with the DSMs, with the uh, eclipses and talons and stuff, stock intake manifold, bro. They're making eight hundred to a thousand horse yeah. stock intake manifold. So yeah. why should I go out and spend seven and eight hundred dollars yeah. on a manifold? I'm not. I'm not going to. And bro, I'm not hating, but the big company on them heads, Ford Piston. Yeah. They've been tearing up on on the YouTube world. Really? They've been tearing up. Uh uh-uh. uh Stock heads been holding strong. Really? Yes, sir. What's going on with them? Are they dropping valves or? Yeah. Oh wow. Something to do with the keepers, man. They're not working though. They got a bad spring set. They're getting some bad comments on YouTube. That's not good. It ain't good, it bro. Don't... And a big YouTube channel almost called them out, but they didn't. They oh, said man. we're not gonna call anybody out yet, but these heads keep messing up. Man. It's, so they're, they've been running stock heads, and they've been... Bro, it doesn't take cold. long for word of mouth to get out, and it's over for it's a company. Over. For a big company like yeah. that, too. It doesn't take long. And their heads aren't cheap, bro. Who wants to spend that kind of money? And then it messes up on you. Yeah. You got all that money invested. And here's the thing. Like, you know, you said your uh, grandpa went through this, man. Like, when you get it built, like, they build the heads for you and stuff, and then you put it together in your car yourself... And it messes up. They're not covering that. There's no that. warranty. They're yeah. not covering that. No warranty. Even if it wasn't your fault. Yeah. That's why I would rather build my stuff, man. Yeah. That way, if it messes up, at least I know it's my fault. Yeah, exactly. I would hate to. And I was seriously thinking about having them do me a head port it. Yeah, I remember you telling me about it all the time. But now, man, I'm like thankful I haven't already jumped the gun. Isn't that the company you were going to send your head to? Yeah. Huh. Who else does them? Does Drag Cartel even do heads? Do they do heads? I don't know. I don't think they do. Who else does heads out there? I, dude, I'm, I think I'm good on the head. I think I'll just leave it stop. I don't think you need to, man. Put some aftermarket valves and... Aftermarket valves and just, springs. Yeah, springs and just... Re- I would say do the springs and stuff, yeah, with, with the cam for sure. Uh, that way you can still run rev, that high RPM. You can rev a little higher. Yeah, you're right. I'm not touching it on my stock bill. I'm not gonna touch it. Other than I mean I'm putting the factory stuff back in it. But yeah. I don't even think I'll put a cam on it. But I don't see why we couldn't do the head at the shop. Your head? Yeah. Oh we could. You gotta learn all that. I could take it to the machine shop and have them resurface it. Yeah. But that I think that would be all we need them for. Clean it and resurface it. Yep. Yeah, we can Clean. do everything else. Clean it, resurface it, paint it fresh. You know, get it fresh looking. Um, with mine, that other block, the the built block is going to be sent off for sure. Yeah, and we'll send the block off to get. They'll hot tank it and um, going to bore it over. You know, you have to just to clean up the walls. I don't bore over for displacement. I don't. I don't agree with it. Yeah. You know how, like, the Chevy guys will board over 40 or whatever? Yeah, yeah. You don't get enough displacement out of that for it to even matter. So, you don't, like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't yeah. get that much displacement for it to even matter. Yeah. You're doing that to waste your time. You only take 20 off at a time just because you're trying to clean the cylinders. Yeah. You want that engine to last several builds. Why would you do that and run the engine? Because then you're going to have to get it sleeved again. It doesn't yeah. make sense. So, where I'd like to get my displacement is from stroking it. Yeah, stroking is where you're going to get your real displacement, bigger percentage of displacement. So I'm gonna send it off. We'll do that. They'll hot tank it. They'll deck it, like you were saying. 
That way we'll get a good ceiling surface because I'm going to run a lot of boost on that engine. So yeah, we need a real good. all you can get. Yeah. So, and the same with See, the head. See, mine won't be as important, even though I'm going to have it redone, of course, because it'll be fresh. Mm -hmm. But mine won't be as important. Yep. As if you're going to run boost. And if there's one thing I know, man, on really on any engine that I've read about that is performance-wise, they still run the OEM head gasket. Like yeah. nothing beats that OEM head gasket, man. Thousand horsepower Honda's running OEM. You can't beat it because it was made to seal with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It it was made for that engine and that engine only. You know yeah. what I mean? The factory does good on a lot mm -hmm. of all their parts. Yep. You just use, just make sure you use an ARP head studs and stuff, and, and you're good. You're yeah. going. Especially on boots because mm -hmm. that head's trying to pull off the top of that block. It lifts, you know, they call yeah. it head lift. But I got mine on the way. The ARP head studs. Yeah. That's the best, in my opinion. That's what my grandpa's running on his Mustang. That's one thing that's, that's, that's interesting, man, is American, European, uh, Japanese, bro, everybody's running ARP head studs. They're the best. ARP is the best. And they one. say you can reuse them. Yeah, you can. Yeah, they're not they're not torque to yield. Yeah, you reuse yeah. them. Um, I think ARP makes the best fasteners in the game, man, in the car industry. Yeah. And the like, the clamping force is different because the bolt is not pulling like on the original bolt. It's pulling on the block to pull into the cylinder, but it's the other way around with studs. The studs are already in there. And the nuts actually pushing the head down on the block. You see yeah. what I'm saying? That's why it holds better. Yeah. You're not having to worry about it pulling down versus it's holding it on there. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but yeah, that's how it works. ARP is the way to go. I feel like if you touch it, if you're gonna touch any of your fasteners, if you're gonna go through your engine, you might as well replace them with that. Yeah. Like that, that's what I'm gonna do with the built one for sure. Um, we're gonna go with ARP mains for my main caps and stuff. Yeah. ARP main bolts. Yeah, and stuff. I mean, why not if you want it to be reliable? You might as well use what's tried and true. We're gonna overbuild it, man. That's the best way. Build it for 800 and run it at 500. That's yeah. what I'm trying to do. Exactly. If I build mine for 800, I'll be saving money forever. <laughs> You ain't lying. I just want 300. 300. That's my goal. 300 with it. I wish we should, We need to run it across the scales, man. I know where scales are at. We can run it on. We're going to run it across the scale. Big truck scale. Yeah. Over there in Kilgore. I can just go in there and get a scale ticket right there. Oh, yeah. Well, you can go to any truck stop and weigh your car. You just got to pay the $12. But It's $12? The one I know about is free. Nice. Because I know the guy over there. That's perfect. Yeah, but anybody out there that ever wants to know what their vehicle weighs, all you got to do is go to the truck stop. Mm -hmm. Go to the scale, push the button, tell them you want your ticket, go in the, in the truck stop, and they'll give you your ticket, 12 bucks. How accurate are those scales, do you think? They are very accurate because they got to be legal. And they actually have a guarantee on them cat scales. If you go to a cat scale, there's a guarantee that if you get a ticket, they'll pay your ticket. Oh, wow. So their scales are always... That's serious, there. huh? Yeah. Because you're talking about legal or not legal at that point on big trucks. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they back their scales 100%. That's a matter of making making your job, like getting to your destination and not, huh? Yeah. Well, that's good. That's what we'll use, and we're going to use that. That's a little hack. Yeah, a little cat scales. Yep. We're going to use that, boy. It'll give you your gross weight. I don't know if my Honda weighs enough to even move one of them things. <laughs> we'll have to run the specs, man. We'll uh, we'll get yours down, get the weight down, and then put mine on there and get the weight down and see. Yeah. Because I'm curious to see how much mine's going to weigh. Get the weight with us in it and then with us outside of it. Yeah. Because you can get, if you go back for another weight, it's only a dollar. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. 
That's interesting. Because on the big trucks, you got to slide your axles to make your weight right legal. So they're not going to charge you twelve dollars every time. Oh, when you slide your axles, it changes the weight. Five hundred pounds a hole, pretty roughly. You got little holes with pins. Yeah. That lock your axles in place, and you got rails where your axles slide from forward and backwards. Yeah, you were showing me that. So you got a valve underneath there that you pull, and it'll slide them pins in to where your axles are loose. So you just leave your trailer brakes set to where your axles are locked, and you release your truck brakes and back it up, and your axles will come forward. And then if you go forward, they'll slide backwards. Oh wow! And then when you get them where you want them, you just pull your little valve, and your pins will come back out. And you lock it in them holes. You'll have to ease up forward or backwards, and it'll lock. When you're at your heaviest, where do you want it to be? More forward or more back? You want it as far up. If the further up your axles are, the easier it is to make turns. Right. Okay. To keep your trailer off the sidewalks or whatever. Right. So the further up it is, the easier it is to make turns. So people like it to be up. Okay, I got you. The more weight you have, the further back you got to go. Oh, okay. I see. Because you can't be over on your front. Right. Okay. Man, before you showed me that, you know, my grandpa was a trucker for a long time. Before you showed me that, I had no idea that those axles could be slid. Yeah. I had no idea. I didn't either until about three years ago. That's crazy. Well, actually, I knew because I've been loading them for a long time, but I had never done it myself. Right. And now you know. Now I know. Like you, you weigh th- thirty-four thousand on your front and back axles, and then your front steer axles on your truck can only have twelve thousand on them. So thirty-four, thirty-four, and twelve is what you want them to be. And your scale ticket, the scale is actually separated that you roll on. Oh wow! It has. Your front axle's on one scale, and then and then it has your total gross. It'll give you your total gross, and then your three axle scales. Wow. On one scale. Well, you know, on uh, uh, time attack cars and stuff like that, and also on drifting cars I've seen, and the shops, they'll have four different plates that they set them they, on. Yeah, I've seen that. To set them up, you know what I mean? Set up yeah. the suspension, and also... Weight plates. People put weight plates... Yep. For uh, alignments as well to set them up, set the angle up, you know, because in drifting, like the angle's got to be yeah way over, especially for tow. Yeah, them are them are nice little things to have. They're expensive though. Them scales are. I bet they are. We'd really have to have a reason to get them. <laughs> yeah, we'd be serious about something. Yeah, we'd have to be serious about racing, man. Well, I think that's a good point to wrap it up. I think we can wrap it up there. Wrap it up with me killing the spider. Yeah. Kill on the spider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we'll wrap it up there. And uh, we done learned about truck scales. Truck scales and what, how we're gonna weigh our cars now. And yeah, hopefully the cat scale. Yeah, hopefully you've gotten a gist of kind of where we think you know the rice came from, and and we're trying to knock that out. That's the whole reason for seamless, the name in general. That's. We're trying to change that. You know what I mean? We're trying yeah, to change, change the Japanese Change thing. a few people's minds. Yeah, 100%. If I can change two people's minds by letting them ride my car. That's it. That's cool. That's it. Because they're going to go tell some people. That's it. How can, they, how can they step out and think differently? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so let's uh, do it like we do, man. Let's end it with the uh, question of the day. I don't got one. What you got? You got one? Let's see. Let's see if I can come up with a car-related one. You know what we didn't talk about? What's this new Bronco? Oh, yeah. That's Let's talk nice about one. that for a second. What do you I think like about? it. I like it. I think people are going to like that more than the Jeeps. That's my opinion. But I think people are going to like it more than the Jeeps. I think uh, Chevy messed up by pandering to the average sales with their Trailblazer. Yeah. They don't have a car like that no more. Think about it. They don't. They pander to the sales. That's my big take on it. Is everybody's comparing it to the Trailblazer? Trailblazer pandered to the sales. They made a front-wheel drive crossover, bro, out of the Trailblazer. Because I don't know if you know, but, you know, cars, four-door cars used to be top-growth sales, right? Because people just yeah. wanted, you know what I mean? They were sold the most. 
Now it's crossovers. Everybody buys crossovers. Yeah. Crossover SUVs. Chevy was like, well, we don't have enough crossover SUVs, so we'll make another one. Dude, they've got plenty. They've yeah. got plenty of them crossover SUVs. Yeah, they do. Why do you need another model? But anyway. I like the Bronco. Tangent aside. My grandpa's Bronco's winning. One. Is he really? He didn't got his truck paid off, so now he's wanting a new vehicle. Oh, man. He said he's either going Bronco or a new Dodge. Man. I think with the price tag attached to that Bronco, he's going to be going with the Dodge. You think so? How much are they like 50 or? The base model is like 30 something. I saw is it? it. Yeah, MSRP. The, the, the most expensive one's 50 something. Yeah. yeah. But it's got everything. That's a nice little price it's tag. It's got everything. And they've well, got. And the older Broncos still look good too, though. They do. But that new one, man. Ooh. They you got get six... all the modern day stuff. Yeah, they got six or seven different trim packages, man. So anything you want, that's crazy. You can get. It's gonna have everything. It's gonna have everything, bro. I think Jeep's gonna have them some competition, cause the top comes right off. I can't wait to see the actual competition. Well, you know, like Motor Trend and them, they're gonna compare them, nose yeah, to oh, nose. Yeah. I think the Bronco will outlast it. I think it'll do it, man. I, I haven't read what engines they're putting in there, but if they put an EcoBoost engine in there, it's over. Oh, yeah. Turbo. If they put that V6 EcoBoost in there, it's over. They got the power. Them EcoBoost do. And the fuel economy. Yeah. I mean, That's what they were designed for. Yeah. They got the power of a V8. Yeah. Yeah, and the regular trucks, that's what they were with comparing. The fuel mileage to the, of a V6. Yeah, the 5 liter. They were comparing it to the 5 liter. Same horsepower range. Yeah, my friend, before he passed away, he worked at the the Ford dealership over there in Henderson. Really? And they got to take him out to the drag strip. And he said they were out running Hemi's, them EcoBoost. Wow. That's insane. I believe it, though. Boost is the way to go. Oh, yeah. Well, then let's leave it with that, man. Let's do that as the question of the day. Let's do that. Let's do... Uh, who you think is going to win that one? Broncos or the Jeeps? Is that their only competition? Well, let's think real quick. Who else Who else do we have? I feel like they're going to be the star of another, like, thing. You know, like. Kind of like what the Camaros did? With the muscle cars. Yes. With the Hellcats yes. and the, everybody's trying to one-up each other. I feel like that's going to be a start of. I think you're of, right, bro. That with I, the off-road. I think we're seeing the future because Jeeps have gotten... I, people I talk to say Jeeps have been popular, but there's they been... They haven't a, been the way they are. There's a weird way. Like, it's really crazy it's right crazy. now. It's crazy. Who's ever heard of Topless Weekend? Yeah. Now they got whole Jeep events, Topless, with hundreds and hundreds of Jeeps. People are camping out of the back of their Jeeps yeah. and stuff, man. Um, a friend of mine, he got rid of his Scion TC, and he drives a Jeep now. An old school one, the XJ or whatever. The old ones value, yeah, are still there. That's crazy. The old, uh, the old Grand Cherokees and stuff. The four cylinder old Jeeps with yeah. the four cylinders, yeah, five speed are still going for top dollar. That's crazy, man. So who else? Who who else has some competition there? Anybody? Dodge got rid of the Durango. Is Chevrolet coming back with a Blazer? I don't know. <laughs> that Tahoe can't can't hit it. There's no way the Tahoe. Nah. The Tahoe is like a luxury SUV now. It is. It is. Anybody They else? went away from the Z71. Nissan got rid of the Xterra, you know. Dude, Nissan doesn't even have anything. Someone's got to compete with them because you know how them dealers are. They're not yeah. just going to... Toyota's got the 4Runner, you know, which is, I think is decent. I think it's not bad, the 4Runner. Yeah. Jeep may be their only competition for now. I'm trying to think of who else is putting out a uh, putting out an SUV. Also, I think the Bronco you can get four door and two door now. It is actually, yeah, yeah, four door. That changes the game. Yep, yep. Because then, what does Jeep have that they don't have? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I think that's why. I think that's exactly the market they're going for. I think they're smart. I think their timing was perfect. Before we run out of time here, I think their timing was perfect, man. Um, everybody's going for Jeeps now. And they made four-door, and that also blew it out of the game, right? Like, yeah. everybody started getting them. I think they were like, oh, this is the time to drop the Bronco. Yeah. And we're going to hit them everywhere that Jeep. Bring your family along. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, 
We're going to hit them everywhere Jeep has got an angle. We're going to beat them. Yeah. And that's what they're doing right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be nice. So that's it, folks. Ford or Jeep? Who you got? You got the Bronco or do you got the Jeep Wrangler? Later. Hey, thanks for listening to the Seamless Garage podcast. We really do appreciate it. Um, if you liked it, make sure you go to follow us on Spotify, Anchor, whatever platform that you are listening to. That way you can always get an update when we post a new podcast. Um, also, I wanted to let you know we do have a YouTube channel, The Seamless Garage. Um, that's our YouTube channel. On Instagram, there is The Seamless Garage as well. And uh, obviously, this is The Seamless Garage podcast. Um, also, our individual social media platforms, uh, Derek Blackwell on Facebook. He refuses to do an Instagram or Twitter, so you can't catch him on there. But you can catch me on Facebook, Stevie Gilliland. And also our Facebook page, The Seamless Garage, and we also have a group that you need to join. Um, that way you'll get updates and you can kind of talk with the community. Everybody can talk amongst themselves uh, about the latest content. Uh, same thing on Instagram and Twitter, it's The Real Stevie. Um, and like I said, we have an Instagram for The Seamless Garage. So go check those out and uh, thanks for thanks for listening in. And we'll see you on the next one. Oh, 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 oh,